Hi, mamas. It's Danielle Goss, the Lactinator, and I am here with one of my favorite patients of all times. And if you're all my other patients, you know I love you all. But with me, I have Kelsey Preciado. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing okay, you know, for surviving yeah. pandemics. It's good times. I have teenagers, which adulting a adulting a child. A child adult is weird. Parenting an adult yeah. is weird. But how are you? You're making a new critter. That's exciting. I am. I know. Just entered the third trimester, so I'm feeling good. Um, yeah, I've been actually feeling pretty good. I feel like I'm always afraid to say that because then I feel like the next day I'm going to feel terrible. But all in all, the second trimester has been good to me. I have energy and stuff. I'm waiting for it to slowly dwindle, but I'm taking yeah. advantage of it while I have it. <laughs> yeah, you got a few more weeks ahead of you, which is good. How's, how's uh, little Ruthie doing with it? Does she have any clue what's happening? I think so. She's pretty excited. She knows his name and she says hi to him like every morning and gives my belly kisses. It's so cute. Uh, and I think she knows because she just moved into a big girl bed. So we, um, you know, said your crib is for the baby now and we're going to move it into the baby room. And she's like, okay. And she's fine with all that. So until <laughs> he arrives, <laughs> I know I'm so worried, but oh gosh. How, how old is she now? She's at Two years and three months. Stop it. I can't believe yeah. it's been that long. I swear I, I just like saw you guys. She's the sweetest thing. I, I, I just love watching her grow up. I will tell you, my kids are 20 months apart. So you're actually probably going to be okay. My daughter, we did the whole like, let's move you into a big girl bed. And they shared a room. And um, that did not go over once new baby was there. Because she started throwing stuffed animals into the crib <laughs> to make her just shut up. Oh that hasn't gosh. stopped. They still do that. Yeah. Know, at 16 and 18, it's good time. Yeah. I'm very curious how she'll be when the baby's like crying and she's looking at it like, um, mom, make it stop. <laughs> I'm sure that will <laughs> I think the first time she realized it was not a doll and was like a real thing, she tried to like yeah. chuck her and I'm like, oh, God, all right. <laughs> we learn as we go. And then of course she put the laundry basket over her when she started crawling and sat on it. That was, oh my God. that was That's good hilarious. Time. Oh, it was it's one of those things like as, as they grow, you know, you have to be like the disciplinarian, but they do things that are so freaking funny and you're yes. totally trying not to laugh at them because then they'll do it again. But stuff like that. Oh my stars. They, she, so those true. two, I love it. Well, I want to talk about you and I just, I, I just read your whole bio because when I met you, I had no idea that yeah. you do what you do. Um, which by the way, she's this badass mother that like runs this fantastic podcast. Um, what's it called again? The podcast. Yes. It's genuine joy. And that's with your, your man, right? And that's with my husband. Yes. Yeah. Um, we haven't done episodes in a, few, in a hot minute, but, um, right. mostly you can find me on Instagram. <laughs> yes. I love it. Well, Instagram is great. Like I have to tell you a funny story, Kelsey. So when I, first met you, obviously, um, you had just had Ruth. And so I went to my kid's orthodontist. This is so random. And you had mentioned me like, as we were going through your breastfeeding journey or whatever. So I walk into the orthodontist and their sister goes, Oh my God, you're Danielle Goss. And I'm like, yeah, like you're treating my kid. Like, you know who I am. And she's like, I just saw you on Kelsey's like Instagram story. And I love her, like her food. And I was like, she has an Instagram story. 
like what how do you know my patient what i'm like she's what and then that's when i checked you out i'm like dang girl it was hilarious i was like wow i didn't know you do all the amazing things you do and now i do and i'm excited and you just launched a cookbook right yes i did the unbelievable paleo it's out now okay (laughs) yeah i love it give all the shout outs please where can they buy it yeah so it's on Amazon. It's on like every website, basically like that sells books. So Barnes and Noble, Target, stuff like that. And it's in a lot of local bookstores. If you look at your local bookstore website, you can find it there too. Um, but yeah, it's 65, I believe, recipes of, um, and they're all paleo and they're all bowl recipes, which is my favorite because I love eating anything out of a bowl when you just can mix like veggies and protein and like a delicious sauce and just gobble it up. It's my favorite. So how did you get into this? Oh my gosh. So I started my blog back, what, how many years has it been now? Eight and a half years ago. Um, Right after I graduated college, I was living at home with my parents as you do. And I didn't have a social life because I was living at home with my parents and all my (laughs) friends from college were back home with their parents all over the country. Uh, And so I was cooking a lot and I also loved food blogs back in the day. Um, they were just all I followed. I loved um, like Joy the Baker. She's a big baking blogger and I was obsessed with her. And there weren't a ton of blogs back then. It wasn't as, as you know, popular as it is now to have a blog. And so I said, I think I might want to try one. Why not? And um, I got a domain and I, so my blog is little bits of real food now. It used to be little bits of real, what, what was it before? I can't even remember. Oh, little bits of baking, crafting, and life. Oh, hey. Because it was all about baking and I was, I was really into crafts and I go back and look and it's just embarrassing all the crafts I used to do. It was like, I would find a piece of, uh, you know, we would always get pallet wood and I would like yank off a piece and like paint beach on it and put it up and it was just terrible so (laughs) what I made today friends I know I'm I'm like why am I sharing that on the internet when I look back but it was a fun (laughs) little hobby I mean no one no one was reading it then so it wasn't embarrassing uh but yes that's talent to paint a beach on a palette man Right. I know. It was really impressive for my 22 year old self at the time. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I started it just thinking it'd be a fun hobby and, um, was just baking a lot. And I wasn't into health at all at that point in my life because I was young. Well, and you were a college student that just graduated. Exactly. You lived on ramen, exactly. you know, it was great. Yeah. So all the baked goods. And then I did just for fun would post randomly, you know, throughout the years. And then, Uh, I want to say it was like in 2015, I started realizing there was a lot more blogs coming up and there were people that were like younger than me doing it as a full-time job. And I was just mind blown by that. I was like, what? Like how, how? I don't understand. I'm not making any money. I just do it for fun. And how, how, how? So I started doing more research online, just like, how can you make money doing this? And uh, I quickly found out that, you know, about Pinterest and all these things that I didn't know about, I was just kind of coming on the scene back then. Uh, and I also at the time was starting to eat a lot healthier. So I changed my whole website about to be more about healthy eating. And um, pretty quickly after that, I did my first Whole30, um, which if you don't know, is a 30-day elimination diet. And 
I was making a bunch of really good recipes for it and I was sharing those. And I think that is really when my site kind of started to explode because between Pinterest being relatively new and the Whole30 being new, a lot of people were searching for recipes for it, but there weren't a ton on the internet back then. Yeah. So my page view started going like crazy and I was, I was so shocked and, and so excited because finally I had people looking at my content. Um, and I think it wasn't even until then when I started an Instagram because at first no one was looking at my blog. I didn't feel like I needed one, sure. <laughs> but then Instagram was just starting to get popular. So I'm like, sure, I'll, do, I'll change over like my personal one to a business. And um, pretty quickly over the year of 2016, at the beginning of the year, I just started making money on it. I got my first like sponsored blog posts and such. And then by the end of 2016, I was able to quit my full-time job. Hey, so look at that you. That was pretty fun. <laughs> so. all, yeah, total mom job. That's fantastic. It is crazy. Uh, Pinterest is, I, I get so overwhelmed by Pinterest. And I somehow ended up on it like right when it first came out. Like someone, I guess, posted one of my recipes, actually, like my uh, lactation cookie recipe, which let me just preface, I hate cooking, but I like meat only because I don't know what to make. Like I get so frustrated, like going to like the grocery store is my least favorite place in the world. But I yeah. also, I just, I feel like I make four things and then we all get sick of it. Right. And then you have kids that are like, yeah. and so truthfully though, like I have heard about the whole 30 and really want to do it, but it terrifies the bejeebies out of me because mm -hmm. I feel like I would just want to eat ice cream all day. But I know mm -hmm. I have, well, with lupus, I have like so much inflammation and mm -hmm. just crap. Like I'm sure I'd feel way better, but is it, is it hard? Like, is it true? It's very hard. It's very hard. And I like read all the books about it. You know, they have, there's a couple books about whole 30 before I started and I got my, um, I got my now husband. Was he my husband back then? No, yeah, he was. I think I forget. Are you? Yeah, he did it with me. My mom did it with me. Well, she started it. She didn't make it through. So did like my sister. I like made people do it with me because, you know, you need to feel like you're, you're in it with people and you can, you know, text them. I'm feeling terrible today. How are you? I really want chocolate. I want wine. Um, so it was very hard. But in the beginning of the book, um, Melissa, uh, who wrote it, she um, says, you know, we can do hard things like, you know, going through a death in the family is hard. Going through cancer is hard, but drinking your coffee black, that's not that hard. Like you need to like get a grip basically. Um, which is just very, it was very good to see. And you're like, yeah, okay. I think I need a challenge in my life. Like let's do this. And I really wanted I just, I think I wanted a challenge more than anything and to be able to say at the end of 30 days that I did that, yeah. um, I, I thought that'd be really cool. So, uh, got through it. It was very hard and it was mind blowing how hard it was because I think on day three or four, I honestly felt like I was going through withdrawals of something. Like I was just, I felt sick. I just like was a little shaky. Like I, and it was just like not having sugar, you know, Man, and I, it was kind of crazy. Yes, totally. And all I wanted was it. And, 
And it's so funny because the whole 30 day, they always talk about, you know, the common symptoms you have on day to day. There's like a whole book of like what you should feel like each day. And I think around like day 15, it's like you start having weird dreams about food. <laughs> and it's so true. Like I had so many dreams that I accidentally ate candy or something and then I would just feel terrible. And then, you know, there's like donuts chasing you. I don't know. All kinds of stuff. <laughs> Is it like the the cartoon geez, life or raining meatballs or whatever? Like yes, I guess that's exactly. all I like. <laughs> I had the weirdest dreams pregnant anyway, so I can only imagine I would. Now coffee, I could I could get away yeah. with the black coffee. I like it bold and strong, like my men. Yeah, so I could handle. Yes, <laughs> as my Same. husband's looking at me like. Shh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so it's basically like vegetables and pro. Very paleo, it sounds. Yeah, but, it's. it's- an extreme form of paleo basically. Yeah. Well, I'm sure like like, there's yeast all up in our business from mm -hmm. like the sugar. So it makes sense. Why? Yeah. And I I think I was most scared to do it though, because I was afraid that I would find out that like, I shouldn't eat gluten or dairy or all these things. And I'd be very sad at the end of the day. But luckily I am one of the few, I feel like who, you know, realized I don't really have any intolerances. Um, I did realize when I finished the whole 30. I felt so much better. I slept so great. I just had so much energy, but there wasn't like a certain particular food that, you know, made me feel sick to my stomach. Um, I tend to stay away from beans still. Cause when I added those back in, it didn't feel great. But if I get like really good, like sprouted bean sort of things, those can be okay. Um, but I think I just realized like, wow, eating more vegetables is like really good for me, <laughs> you know? Um, ah. So that's just been kind of a good base to move forward on because now I, I eat everything, especially pregnant. Like I love to, a good piece of toast in the morning. And like, can we eat bagels? That's my one yes. bite. Can I eat a bagel? Honestly, exactly. though, oh my I, I, I was gluten-free for six weeks. Very proud of that mm-hmm. six weeks. Um, and yes. then we went to North Carolina for a wedding where the original Krispy Kreme donuts is. And it just oh my gosh. all went downhill from there. <laughs> yes. I was like, I can't, I, I must have it. It's hot and fresh and in my belly. I know. <laughs> yeah. With food, it's like, yes, you should eat things that make you feel good. But at the end of the day, you need to be as happy as you can be. Yeah. Obviously feeling good makes you happy, but um, certain foods pizza, you know, whatever it is that is your kryptonite that makes you just your soul sing, that's what you need, you know? Oh, I love that. What makes your soul sing? Starbucks. Pizza. Always pizza. <laughs> yeah, Starbucks. Pizza. Bagels. <laughs> I love Okay. So did you make your, did you make homemade baby food for Ruth? Um, we did the baby led weaning. Okay. So we did, uh, I mean, I did a mixture. I did some purees that I would put on spoons for her to feed herself Um, But I did a lot in the beginning of just like roasted or steamed veggies and sticks where she would feed herself like that. Um, But yes, I I pretty much made most of it. (laughs) That's impressive. When I had Alyssa, my now 18 year old, my mother-in-law was very much of you will make her food. And I just looked at her going, uh, okay. I don't know what that looks like. I'm 22. Okay. (laughs) And I remember like, she ate a lot of sweet potatoes because I figured that one out and I would like sneak in like the jars here and there, but it's, yeah. But looking at, at like jarred baby food, ew. So I am all about making fresh food for them because if we, you know, especially as they're starting out with their guts and all the, you know, the immunity yeah. boosting that they need, it's so important to make sure they they start out. I was thinking about that the other day, like 
yes, obviously we know breastfeeding is healthy, but like by the time they're age four, if they have like French fries, we've undone everything, but how are they yeah. going to get the French fries or anything unless we give it to them? So I was like, oh, so my bad. Cause I know. Cause French fries, I know. all those sweet I know. potato it's- fries. I'm with you, girl. Those oh, things are yeah. so rad. So good. I know. And I've found this like, cause I obviously love to eat healthy. I like fed Ruth really good food from the beginning, but then, you know, I want her to know what candy tastes like, like she needs <laughs> to live her truth. Um, so it's been like interesting navigating, feeding her in general, because um, especially just for the ease of it and certain things like that. I just know when I go to buy bread, like I'm getting like the Dave's killer bread. Like I know I, those have good ingredients and I feel good about that. But then we do pizza Fridays pretty often lately. And she loves a piece of pizza. And that's great too. Everyone needs balance, us and the kids. So totally. Um, Have yeah, you noticed, think, were you eating this healthy when you were pregnant with her? Yes, generally. I mean, I feel like when I'm pregnant, I, I go off the rocker a little bit because, you know, I just say I'm pregnant and I can do it. And I have an issue where when I'm pregnant, I can't eat that much. Like my body doesn't let me fill it up as much as I'd like to. And it's very sad because I, you know, have bad acid reflux or I just get full so quickly. So I get, you know, I know I'm only going to get a little bit of a meal and it's sometimes I need that meal to be one piece of pizza. I keep saying pizza or you're totally craving it. There's something in there, girl, your body needs. I I know I had pizza last night. This is why it's bad. (laughs) That's okay. I have like three Papa John's boxes in my um, fridge right now. So it's okay. Yeah. It's, I know. Right. Um, so anyways, I, when I'm pregnant, I, um, definitely have a a base, like I say, for most of everything, I have a base of when I'm planning meals for the week, let's say like I'm going to do after this call today, I'm going to go grocery shopping. So I know I'm going to get broccoli and Brussels sprouts and sweet potatoes and all the veggies that I like to roast up with dinners. Um, and I know I'm going to get, you know, healthy meats and make the base of my meals healthy Um, so that when, you know, I want to have, go out for ice cream with the family or whatever, I don't feel bad about that at all because I know I have all my nutrients covered on other meals, if that makes sense. Totally. Nice. Well, babies are like little parasites as beautiful as they are. They just take everything from us, you know? So that makes it, but I would, yes. Listen to those cravings though. Cause that, that means you're needing something, you know, whether it's salt or what, I mean, I wanted nothing, but cool ranch Doritos. And I justify it because my blood pressure was low. I'm like, I just need the salt. I have exactly. no idea. I put ketchup on everything. I mean, everything. Oh, that was my ketchup. <laughs> Ketchup's awesome. <laughs> I love it. So one thing I would, I, I'm always super curious about foodies, like meaning like mm-hmm. that you chefs, cause you're a chef. Let's be real. Let's be real. Yeah. Okay. So oh, you're talking God. about like Brussels sprouts and broccoli and all those things, all those things I super mm-hmm. love, but let's be real. I will clear out a room with that stuff. Like the gas is something that I cannot blame on the dogs. So, uh-huh. um, do you feel like if you've cleared out all that stuff, you can eat more foods? Like if you are eating clean, can you eat more foods without upset? I think so. I don't know if that's just me, but I kind of think so. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it like can kind of reset your body a little bit. Um, is that what you mean? Like clearing out foods, like doing a whole 30. Yeah. 
So um, I think once you've reset your body and you can see how things uh, make you feel, I think definitely I, my digestion got so much better once I had done a couple whole thirties, it was wild to me. Um, I think that was really what got me hooked on it to like stick with this kind of lifestyle because uh, before, you know, I was just eating a lot of processed foods and not even realizing it just, you know, I don't know, buy a, um, I would always eat those little, um, I don't know if it was Dannon or whatever, just like the low calorie yogurts in the morning with the granola or something. And yeah. I was like, I'm so healthy. Like I'm so healthy. I'm Dannon light and fit. It's 90 cals. I'm so healthy. And I would eat a lot of stuff like that. I'd do the hundred calorie packs all the time. And I'm so healthy, you know? <laughs> and then I realized once I um, did a whole 30, well, even before the whole 30, I had cut out just like processed foods for a minute. And I had never had better digestion in my life. And I was shocked. I was mind blown. I was like, what? What well, goes into my mouth like has an impact on my body? This is crazy. What? <laughs> What's that science? That's nonsense. That's amazing. Actually, I I'm know. so down because I have the worst gut ever. I Okay. Now here I am. I'm like totally sold. I'm like, I'm going to do this. So now all <laughs> of you have to keep me accountable and my husband shaking his good going. Mm, okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think even if someone's like thinking about it, like even doing it for like a week, just to like make it feel like easier to you in the yeah. beginning, or even just cutting out one thing, you know, if, whether that's grains in general or whether that's dairy or whether that's just saying, I want to eat vegetables with at least lunch and dinner every day. Cause I feel like it's easy to just not eat vegetables at certain meals, you know, whatever you're having, but just adding things in sometimes is easier to people than cutting things out. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I always suggest that first, like just add some more greens, you know, throw some kale under your pasta and that'll be great. You know, dude, I love kale. I really I do. I don't I love know. it so much. I love it so much. Like, I feel like there's this whole, I mean, I really do. It's, I feel like there's this whole trend and we get like so much, you know, extra B vitamins in that way or folic acid, but dude. I know there's kale. a recipe in my cookbook um, for, it's super simple. It's just literally kale that you cook. Well, you cook some bacon first and then you cook the kale in like the bacon greasy yummies, chop up the bacon, put it back in with like garlic powder and salt and eat that with like some roasted sweet potatoes and it's the best breakfast you'll have in your life like it's so wait you good. can you can cook kale uh, that oh, sounds like so wait. dumb like i had no idea you could actually cook kale oh my god girlfriend yes <laughs> you must do it it's so good <laughs> all right now i'm gonna do it tonight i mean i always eat like I the mean, kale salads so like spin yeah. like you can saute it yeah exactly and it and it um, wilts down a little like spinach, but not too much because it's a little harder. Um, but it just gets like a really nice, I don't even know, because some pieces kind of crisp up and then you get the salt and a little bit of your avocado oil or whatever oil you're using. And it's just incredible. Wow. My, I'm, yeah. okay. <laughs> I'm getting all excited right now. I know my mind's <laughs> I have to go make some. <laughs> because A, didn't know you could cook kale. B, didn't even know avocado oil was a thing. So now I'm like, Cool. I know nothing about food. (laughs) (laughs) No, nothing. Uh, Avocado oil is great because I know about Western oil. That's, that's sad. Oh, Oh, girl, girl, we got to get you on the avocado oil train. It's, (laughs) It's great. It's really good for you. And it can, you can use it at like really high heat for cooking, which like a lot of olive oils, you can't, you can use it at like 500 degrees on, on the stove. So, um, it's, it's very good for you. 
Yay. Mm -hmm. All these fun things. Now, do you find it more expensive? Yes, it is more expensive than like a vegetable oil for sure. But like Um, eating healthy in general, like, like the way you cook is, do you feel like there's, it's, cause I think that's what holds up a lot of families too. It's the, oh my gosh, it's going to be so much more expensive. Now, whether that's just an excuse, we don't have to do it. I don't know, but do you find it that way? I don't think so because, um, if you're, especially if you're buying less of the packaged things, like you're buying less, I don't know, like of the marketing. I feel like a lot of packaged things are so marketed where they can get jacked up in price because they have, um, I don't know, big ads behind them or something. Some things can just end up being expensive where if you're just buying more basic stuff, you can buy the, you know, um, Ralph's brand whole wheat pasta and the vegetables. And oh, one thing I did want to say about vegetables and fruits, and a lot of people think like to eat healthy, you have to eat organic. I don't necessarily think that's the case, especially for all vegetables and fruits, because there's, have you heard of like the dirty dozen? Yes, but, but explain it. Right. So there's a dirty dozen, which is basically, and I can't say it off the top of my head, but if you Google like dirty dozen fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Make sure you put fruits and vegetables after that. (laughs) When you Google, (laughs) there are some things that will pop up. (laughs) And there are certain things that, um, like that, that, you know, you're eating the outside of a lot of them. I think of like that, like I'm never going to buy organic bananas. I'm not eating the outside of it. Does that make sense? So same with avocados or um, just a lot of things that you're going to peel anyways. I I don't worry about organic for that um, because it's a lot of what's on the outside of it that can be harmful. Um, So like I try to get organic apples when I can because I eat the outside of that or strawberries, um, things like that. So there's all these different guides online about that. So I just feel like sometimes people get nervous to jump into something like clean eating or whatever it may be because they think they have to like be perfect at it and get all organic and all perfect, but it's not true. And there's so many good deals, especially if you're cooking in season, things are going to be a lot cheaper when they're in season. So, you know, yeah. So right now when squash is in season and, you know, sweet potatoes and delicata squash, so good. Um, all these things that that are pop. pop Oh, Oh, I am looking at one on my counter right now. It's delicious. It's um, a type of squash that it's kind of like a long, skinny, I can't describe it right now, but um, it's squash and you cut it in half. You can eat the outside, but you don't have to. I like to eat the outside um, and you cut it in half and pull some seeds out like a lot of squashes and I just chop it up and roast it and it's just like sweet and delicious so, so good. I have to go get that. Oh my gosh. If you like squash, you will love it. Love it. Uh, but in general, yeah, just in season can make a huge difference. If you, um, you know, pay attention to prices of like strawberries, like those, those can range so differently throughout the year, Mm -hmm. depending on the season. And also depends on where you live. Like I always like to look up like Southern California because everything's kind of seems to be in season here a lot of the time but that's not the case everywhere. So I, I think use that Google and Google either your state or your county and see what's in season. And there's lists all over the place on the internet. I love that. Use, your, use yeah. that Google, guys. It Except really for when helpful. it comes to medicine. <laughs> Let me be yes. Google. Let me be Google. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so or let's anything about- motherhood, gosh. Oh gosh, anything motherhood. Yes, <laughs> let me be your Google, please. Because there's nonsense out there. Like, oh my gosh, so much, so much nonsense. I, I somehow am on 
well, I'm on TikTok, which cracks me up just saying that. But I, I somehow it. became like TikTok famous and I don't understand. Like it's like I have like 80 something thousand followers and it just makes oh my me gosh, giggle. Yeah. I, which I'm like, I don't understand how that happened. I feel so old. Actually, someone called me old yesterday because I made a comment. They're like, okay, boomer. And I'm like, yeah, listen, I'm fine with that. I'm 41. I have lived it. So listen, you little 13 year old. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, right. I put a lot of like my video, my, uh, you know, how to calm a baby, paste bottle feeding, blah, blah, blah on there. So, mm-hmm. but it's, I don't even know where I was going with this. Oh, Google. Of just mm-hmm. where it's like, I see how much just nonsense is out there. So yes, listeners, when it oh comes my gosh. to food, reach out mm-hmm. to Kelsey. When yeah. it comes to medicine, do not Google because it mm-hmm. will only end up badly. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I, I just think back on having a newborn and how much I Googled things. And most of the time, the only answer, answer-ish, a thing you're looking for is in like a forum. So mm-hmm. it's fully just someone else's opinion on something. <laughs> and it just never ends well. Cause then you go down these rabbit holes and man, you know, you're up in the middle of the night with that kid, just going down a rabbit hole of a forum and not feeling good about yourself. So true though. So that, that, oh, mom guilt. It's the worst. I will. Mm. And not only that, then, you know, you topple in sleep deprivation with, you know, that newfound maternal anxiety, which just is motherhood. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a rough road, rough road. Yeah. Oh, we just went on a trail. Anyway, let's talk about your cookbook. <laughs> um, I, yes. first of all, I just want to give it a shout out because I'm super stoked about it because, okay. As someone Ooh. who does not, this is what I think I need. Like, I think I do well with someone going, hey, go buy these things and please saute them in this pan. Like if someone were to give me directions, which obviously that's what a cookbook is, I think I would do way better. But I like yours because it's it's easy. It's easy. Mm-hmm. And yes, that has been my main, like so happy about, I can't, I'm, what's the opposite of a complaint? My main praise about my own cookbook is that so many people have reviewed it. There's over 500 reviews on Amazon, five stars. Thank you very Yay. much. And people's main comment is, man, like every single recipe in this cookbook is like an easy weeknight, no stress recipe, which just makes me so happy because that's my whole, that's my whole bit anyways. That's what I want for people. I want people to realize that you can eat this delicious, really good for you food. And when people say my whole family loved it, my toddler, my teenager, my husband, everyone loved it. That just makes me so happy because I know how hard those recipes are to come by for people. That's impressive. I mean, I have a household of picky eaters. They won't agree with me, but they are. So I, I, now I'm like, I have to try more of the, of the things because you get into this cooking rut as a mom. And then if you're working, you have no time and you come home tired and you're like, yeah, cool. Let's put a frozen pizza in. Like, it's just, it's so, yeah. <laughs> we've said pizza so many times that could be a <laughs> drinking game. Anyway, <laughs> get them as a sponsor. Pizza. It's pizza. good. Hashtag, Hashtag pizza. <laughs> It may be paleo. We, we don't think so anyway. Um, but that's the thing is like, it's so, I like that it's quick and it's easy and it like, I will open up. I have so many cookbooks that are like 20 years old. Cause I got them at my bridal shower and I've never opened them because the one time I opened my Brit Betty Crocker cookbook, it had all these spices I'd never heard of. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm out. Like I can't. Yeah. I, I mean, then again, I've never heard of avocado oil. So that tells you how out the loop I am when it comes to the kitchen. <laughs> I mean, I make tacos and spaghetti and that's about it. 
I mean, it's just one of those things too. I, um, I feel like when you aren't sure what something is, which by the way, in the cookbook, I do say avocado oil, but I always say avocado or olive oil nice. for that main reason. Cause I th- I'm like, people will probably open this and not, some might not use avocado oil. Um, but there, it's all about, uh, this book at least is all about using what you have. First of all, a lot of things I've, I say this mostly on Instagram, but I have some alternates in the book too. But like, let's say there's a meatball recipe using ground turkey. Like you can use any ground meat you have. Like you can use what's in your freezer. You can swap out veggies for certain things. The, the, the basic things of each recipe is like the spices or the sauce that's used. Um, but so many things can be adaptable. So many things within the cookbook, you can use like a certain sauce on a different bowl or whatever it may be. Um, and I have to say, if you are a meatloaf lover, the meatloaf in my cookbook is the best recipe I've ever made in my life. And I stand really? by that. it's so good. I use like half beef and half pork, which you can use all of either, but it's so, so good. There's like a sauteed onion mixture you make and then put in there. It's so good. I'm going to have to make make it it. because meatloaf is one of my husband's favorite things. And we've been married almost 20 years and I can't make it successfully. Like he will order (laughs) it out at a restaurant, like, and I, at Cheesecake Factory, like he always orders the meatloaf and I'm looking at him going, I can't make it. I I, I really can't. It's bad. (laughs) I feel like it's like a, like a loafed hamburger and that's it. So I'm excited to try it. (laughs) Yes, it is easy. And I talk about in the book how I loved my mom's meatloaf growing up. And that involved like bread that you soaked in milk and all these delicious and tons of ketchup and all this stuff. And it was just the best thing ever to me. And so I really wanted to make a recipe that was, you know, not including grains and dairy, but that was equally, if not more delicious. And even my mom said that that mine was better than hers. So, whoa, that's solid praise coming from a mom. (laughs) I know. I know. I was always nervous for my mom to try recipes from my cookbook. I don't know why. There's something about your mom. I'm just like, please, you have to like it. Cause she's a little, she can be kind of suspect of paleo things, which I appreciate because I need that kind of input in my life. <laughs> yeah. What about, see, like for me, it would be my grandma. Like if my grandma, if I pass the grandma test, you're, you've nailed it because that's yeah. all my grandma does is, is cook. Well, she used to, anywho, but yeah. I love, I, that's, what an accomplishment girl. Like that's impressive. Yeah. I'm so I'm excited so for you. Thank you know what you I really want to do? Um, Mm. one of two Um, things with you. One, I would really love to come up with a cookbook that involves recipes to increase your milk because, because that people don't realize the spices that can dump it and those that can like increase it and things that will just like, it like transverse into baby foods. Cause I think that is something that's very much needed for moms. Yeah, definitely. That's a great idea. I know I've been making a lot of recipes on my blog lately with like oat flour. Cause I've been yeah. experimenting with oat flour because it's, you know, a single ingredient and still gluten-free if you get gluten-free oats. Um, and so many mamas have been like, Oh my gosh, like this is great. I'm going to use it. Cause I need more oats in my diet and, yeah. um, oat flour. It's making, it's making its way on the scene. Nice. See, I haven't heard oh. of it. I really need to, to branch out. I love <laughs> um, but I mean, no, like, like things like obviously oats. Yes. Um, but like brewer's yeah. yeast, which I find to be tricky because you don't want a whole lot of yeast in your belly, but, um, <laughs> but even like barley and hops, but things that like basil and fennel are great and dill are great for your supply alfalfa, 
However, like if you're autoimmune, alfalfa is bad. So like I can't have alfalfa or I'll be in a flare. But the things they don't realize that lower your supply is like rosemary and oregano and peppermint and sage and all these things like we put in like our Thanksgiving stuffings, you know? So it's something that's needed. We'll have to chat more about that. Yeah. I had no idea about those. That's crazy. Right. I know it. Nobody does. Like I do always do this thing. I get more calls around like the holidays because why, why all of a sudden it's like, I'm like, are you drinking peppermint lattes? Are you having peppermint bark? Did you put sage in your rest? And they're like, Oh my God. Yeah. So those are the things, all the things. Same again, things going into your body, affecting your body. It's wild. It's weird. It's super (laughs) mind blowing. What do you think about, have you heard about like how your blood type affects your feeding? No. Yeah. That's a whole nother rabbit trail. I had granted this, this was a kind of a wackadoo doctor, but, um, there's a whole thing about how, depending on your blood type, your, what you eat either helps or doesn't help. Like, like for example, because I'm B negative, if I eat, I'm supposed to not eat chicken, which I always eat chicken. So I clearly don't follow the rules, but like lamb is supposed to be super healthy for me, but it's, I don't know how much I buy it, but that's, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing about your blood type and food. And there's like a whole cookbook with it is, but it's again, super confusing. That's why we love yours because it's easy and fat and fast. Like you have a lot of fast stuff in there. Yes, exactly. Definitely. I do a lot of stovetop, which I, I have a mixture of like oven and stovetop because a lot of people like to just throw something in the oven and let it cook and it's done when you can be doing other stuff. But a lot of people would rather just like stand over the stove for like 15 minutes and then it's done. So if there's a combo of all those sorts of things. Um, so yeah. And also there is a, um, hero meatball recipe in there that uses lamb. So if you want to try that, out, <laughs> there you go. If you are being negative, blood. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on here. I've been wanting to do this for a very long time and I wanted to give you, I just adore you. I think your family's just beautiful and watching you just watching little Ruth grow. And I can't um, wait to meet this new little critter because I'm sure it's going to be, I love it. So you're doing beautiful things and you're helping mamas out in ways you didn't even know. So thank you for doing what you love and putting passion into it. It just means so much. Um, so let's give a shout out, tell them all how they can find more out more about you. Yes. Well, thank you so much for your kind words. And, um, you can find me at little bits of underscore real food on Instagram. My website is littlebitsof.com, and I'm pretty much like little bits of real food anywhere else you want to find me on the internet. And then my cookbook is unbelievable paleo. And that's again on Amazon and all over the place. If you go to my website, I have a whole cookbook section where it links to all the places you can purchase. So that's me. I love it. You know, you're kind of famous, right? Like I, I Googled you and you are all, you're not, I'm serious. (laughs) Like you're, (laughs) you're like legit famous. That's so exciting. I don't think you know that. Oh my gosh. I I don't think I am. It's so funny because I talk to my phone all day by myself most of the time or with like Ruth or Matt around. And I just feel like I'm talking to my phone and then I realize like, oh, like, you know, 20,000 people are watching my stories every day. Like, I guess that's a lot. (laughs) It's great. But like, I like, I like to Google you girl. There's like a whole page. I was like, dang, Kelsey's making it big. Look at you. No, I love your stories. Cause you're real. You'll be like, you go like squirrel brain. Like I do, which I love. I love that so much. It's so good. 
Ugh. All right, guys, everybody so take funny. take note. If I am going to do the whole 30, we'll check back in in three days and see if I'm still with it. And then yes. um, go buy your book, you guys. It's really, it really is. And stay tuned for mon- for more fun things of baby food, I'm sure. Because you're always, yes. your mind is always, wait, just to preface, these are all your own recipes, right? Yes. Dude, that's yes. a, that alone, I feel like that's like composing music. Like how... <laughs> how to create your, I don't think I could look in my pantry and be like, I'm going to make this today. Like I can concoct this whole new thing that no one's ever done before. Mine like blows my mind. It's very creative. So funny. I think I was born with the the cooking gene or something, but I'm happy to have it. I am happy you have it because it makes moms (laughs) like me who are like, I'm clueless make us look good. So thank you for that. Good. good. <laughs> All right, you of guys. Course, anytime. <laughs> this has been Danielle Goss, the Lactinator, and we'll see you next time. Thank you, Kelsey. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.